he'll make it all right. Whatever you want. God is able. Whatever you need. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for another week that was not promised. We thank you for your provision, your protection, and power. And we look forward for next week, Lord, today, starting a new week, Lord, that you will do the same that you've done already. And Lord, for some of us, you may supersize that, Lord, because some of us have been faithful and prayerful, Lord, in our dealings, and you're just ready to bless us even more as we stand on toes of anticipation of what you're going to do, what you have in store for us. Bless those under the sound of my voice, oh God. Bless them, give them strength and peace wherever they need it. We thank you. Sometimes we give too many requests, Lord. We just should say thank you, Lord, sometimes and just be thankful over what you've done for us and what you've done in the past and what you're going to do in the future. We say thank you because we should be a thankful hearted people and not so much of a receiving people. We should be thanking you for what you've done and how you helped us make a way and how you blessed us through some things that we didn't think we were going to make it out of. Lord bless your weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength, undergird me with your wisdom, power, and knowledge. Let me say something that will be a blessing to someone today. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the book of Acts where we've been in this series, Get Your Acts Together, which I've enjoyed and I keep saying, uh, well, I'm be under the uh, power of the Spirit and to lead me to another text, but uh, I was saying I'm going to stay in Acts till the end of the year, and uh, we just keep on uh, going on in his name through this book, and uh, Acts chapter 9, last week I did do the end, but I just want one particular verse that stood out and I didn't get to expound on uh, a lot last Sunday was uh, verse 43 in Acts number 9, chapter 9, and I'll be reading the CSB translation. Whatever translation you have, we do ask you to follow along. Uh, 43 says, uh, reads, Peter stayed for some time in Joppa with Simon, a leather tanner. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. I just want to tag this text again, this series, Get Your Acts Together. Today, the Sermonic Notes titled, Look at What He's Done. Look at What He's Done. 
done. Many churches are in need of what every football and basketball team has, and that is cheerleaders. The job of a cheerleader is to tell everybody we're going to make it. No matter how bad things look, on the scoreboard, there is still hope. Cheerleaders cheer all the way to the end of the game and will act like the team is winning by a big score even when there may be no way that a victory is possible. Their job is to be a cheerleader. Webster defines it as an enthusiastic and vocal supporter of someone or something. And when folks come into today's sanctuary with broken lives and messed up minds and ruptured relationships, they need to run into some cheerleaders, folks who are willing to cheer them on and remind them and tell them that they are going to make it. Because look at what he's done. And he, in the reference of Jesus Christ, we sometimes forget to think about all he's done because in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of some drama, we can still still cheerlead over what he has done. And in the text today, in the text previous Sundays, we find that Peter in verse 31 was going place to place. And here in 43, after he has raised Tabitha, and the Bible says that many believed on the Lord. So Pete, I think, was on a cheerleading tour. And here he's in Joppa, and it says he stayed for some time. And in my studies, I found out some time really meant a few years. And so Peter was on a tour of providing cheer and encouragement to those believers and some who had just received Christ and now were growing in Christ, he was providing encouragement to keep on going. Well, first, let's look. He conversing with saints. And all throughout the previous verses, we see that he had made it to the saints. And he was encouraged. Now, you can't be with other folk, like-minded, saved folk, and not be encouraging. It just don't make it's an oxymoron. It makes no sense, but we have to ascertain that Peter was encouraging those who had given their lives to Christ and to hang on in there. When we had looked at the text earlier, even the church was growing and the ministry was kicking and the word of God, the gospel was spreading throughout the land. And we have to assume that because it was spreading and the church was growing, that there had to be some encouraging times that people might need in the darkest hour. We have to imagine that it wasn't all snowflakes and sugar crumbs, that it was some tough times and dark times that people would have to come to a realization that whatever's going on, we still give praise to God. So here we are with Peter, and we got to remember Peter's background. Uh, he didn't too particularly like uh, the Gentiles, so it had to be a change of heart that God had to perform on Peter. Because Joppa and the places he gone were full of Gentiles. And he had to come to the realization that the gospel just was not for the Jews, but the Gentiles. It's difficult to change people who've been in church all their life, to change their behavior to something else. Because they already think they know it all. They already think they got it all in the bag. But it's difficult, it's more difficult to change the hearts of a so-called saved person 
than a sinner because saved people, religious folk, already have a mind made up on something. And to change their mind is difficult. A sinner has nothing. It's empty, an empty slate. So it's more easier, it's easier to change a sinner than it is a saved person. But Peter was encouraging the saints, conversing with them, giving them particular encouragement to keep on keeping on in the name of the Lord. And that's what some of us need right now. I'm going to keep it simple. We need to know that Jesus is still in control. That's why we come to worship, because it it does not necessitate or it, it does not uh, matter what kind of thing you're going through. Worship is always in style. <laughs> Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. No matter what pain you feel, worship is still a good antidote. Sometimes we got to realize that we should not shun worship. We should be looking for worship. And that means have your face in the place. Be at church. I know we're going to have a difficult time uh, with this pandemic trying to get folk back to worship in play. But I've discovered in this pandemic that the church is even more important now than ever before. We have been made to realize that there is no substitute for gathering together. Now we just do it with masks and a little social distancing, but there is no uh, substitution huh, for worshiping the Lord. So Peter was on his encouragement tour, his cheerleading tour, conversing with the saints. Again, if you're talking to saints about Jesus, you're going to be excited. Talking to saints about the man who made a way, you're going to be excited. Peter can revert back to what he had just done with Tabitha. He, she was raised from the dead through the power of the Lord. And that's what we do. We get together, we gather, and share our testimonies to be an encouragement to someone who might be going through something even now. <laughs> yeah, so he conversed with the saint. Then secondly, confirm the disciples. Those who had been saved, maybe I could say they had had a new orientation ministry. And those who had been in the church for a while, again, Peter had been there. The Bible, my research, the Bible says for uh, many a time, for a time, a long time. And we can ascertain through my research that it was a few years, even three. So you can imagine how folk who had come to know Jesus needed to be taught in Jesus. So they needed to be disciples. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I told you last week, we like to call on the Savior, but we don't like to call him Lord. Because <laughs> Lord means that I give everything over to him. There was an encouragement to follow Jesus. That's what the, the, the songwriter said, I have decided to follow Jesus. Not give him some, not Give him a little bit, but I give all of me to him. Everything in my life, I give to him. So it's nothing like having disciples on one accord. It's nothing like having disciples who agree that evangelism is the thrust of the church. 
You got to make sure that you understand that we are here for only one thing, only one thing that matters, and that is the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the early church get that. It's, it's going to take a little more time for everybody to come in the fullness of that we are here to share the gospel. Everything else is not important. Everything else is superfluous. So we must maintain the mindset and mentality to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to a dying world. And be on one of See, we can't have issues in church trying to spread the gospel. We can't have issues uh, in the church and trying to be the blood, hold up the blood-stained banner uh, for our Lord. We got to be on one accord and be on the mindset that we must share the gospel to a dying world. That's what we call to do. Jesus said, go thee therefore and teach all nations. And that's what the first century church was doing teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Well, my brothers, he conversed with the saints and confirmed the disciples' discipleship, all the while giving encouragement for those who needed encouragement. That's important as I hurry. That's important to be encouraged. The songwriter said, be encouraged no matter what's going on. He will make it all right. Because he's done it before, he'll do it again. You can put all those songs together, cliches, and they're all true. I have yet to find one that's not true that contains words that Jesus won't deliver us. Jesus can't keep us. Jesus won't make a way. And my brothers and sisters, it's all good. It's all well, but we must maintain the notion that, uh, yes, we converse with the saints and confirm uh, discipleship with the disciples, but our number one priority is what Peter did with Tabitha. and said, and many believed with on the Lord. So lastly, there's a conversion of sinners that must take place in the midst of this world, a conversion of sinners is the main reason that Jesus came down through 42 generations to save a sin-sick world from itself because we were headed to a world of destruction. We were headed to a world of everlasting dying. Well, my brothers and sisters, uh, conversion of sinners means that there must be a revival for the church. And if the revival, the revival takes place in the church, the church can get excited and then sinners will want to be a part of a life-changing experience. Because don't forget that this is the main activity of the church. Because as I told you previously, God has a purpose for everything he does, especially in the lives of his people. Because we were sent here 
We were made born again. We were made new in Christ to impact the lives of people, to give encouragement to those who would listen. And we must honor the Lord with our lives. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, don't you let folk discourage you. Don't you let people change your mind about the Lord. Keep on keeping on in the name of the Lord. Look at what he's done. Brought you through danger seen and unseen. Made ways out of no ways. And brought you out. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Oh Lord. And lastly, we look at the, at the last few words. It said, Peter stayed for some time in Joppa with Simon, a leather tanner. Just like Jesus hung with the outcast, Peter was making a reference to what Jesus had done despite the processes of being a tanner. Tanner was a stinky work. A tanner was a filthy work. A tanner was a dirty work. Even so much so that the tanners had to be on the outskirts of the city, almost like an outcast. And what he represented was that we were once dirty. We were once filthy. We were once in need of a savior who came into our lives. And he didn't stop because we were lowly people. He came on anyway, even though we were dirty, even though we were filthy, even though we were less than spiritual. He came to change our lives, but I like what Jesus did. He chose to save a dirty, unspiritual, selfish, narcissistic, fleshy living, unsaved person like us. And when you point at us, say that was me. Pastor was talking about uh, that was me uh, who used to be dirty, uh, filthy, uh, disgusting, uh, stinky, uh, and dirty living. Just like the tanner, we were dirty. Just like the tanner, we had the stench of sin on us. But one day, a man named Jesus changed our lives, cleaned us up, gave us a spiritual mind, changed my attitude, changed my lifestyle. This man called Jesus, yes, he lives, yes, he lives. 
and he lives within my soul. They hung him on an old rugged cross, hung him between two thieves on a Friday night, nailed him to an old rugged tree, riveted his feet, spilled him in his side. He died on a Friday night. He died all day Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why we can look at what he's done, the reason why we can talk about it in the past tense, is that early, help me, Holy Ghost, early, early Sunday morning, he rose from the dead with all power in his hand, and that's why we can clap on, cheerlead, encourage, is that he got up on that Sunday morning with all power in his hand. Thank God for his power, help me to live right. Thank God for his power, help me to talk right, help me to want to be right. I'm better than I used to be. I'm wiser and I'm ready to live for Christ. Say yes. Say yes. Yes. He does it well. He does it well. He does it well. Everybody, you ought to be jumping and shouting for what he's done. Look how he made a way. Look how he brought you out. Look how he dried the tear stain from your eyes. Somebody say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Oh, Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus, in the pardon of your sins if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved allow him to come into your life simply say this prayer jesus i need you in my life i believe you died and rose again on the third day i trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as abc accept believe and commit if you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said would be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of god and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you god bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.